0: Welcome to this week's episode of Ghost Emoji. Uh, sorry, we're a, a little bit behind, but uh, stuff happens. And we're here now, and we're very excited. We being me, Taylor, and... Uh, uh, me, Becca. You, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget your name. I was trying to figure out the best way to, to introduce you. Yeah, whatever. You. My best good friend, the light of my life, you, Becca me back (laughs) but yeah sorry again we thought we could do it and then my internet pooped the bed and Becca was working hard all week and then I was gone this weekend and I it just didn't happen so we so sorry we hope you'll forgive us We're we're gonna bring you all the 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 juiciest takes on it the hot new movie that's sweeping the nation two weeks ago I'm not sorry at all (laughs) becca please <laughs> no
1: i'm not sorry i had stuff to do it's like i don't know you shit <laughs> that n- it wasn't that great so oh did i just spoil that oh i spoiled the whole review oh
0: man becca you're getting so edgy what can i say <laughs> no we uh we've tried to do this a couple times so we've kind of already Realize that the part of the show where we talk about what we liked about it is pretty short compared to the rest so of it. It's a little brief, yeah. <laughs> so, so it, it probably won't be super long, but, uh, but I mean, there's a lot to unpack and it's interesting and kind of fun to talk about, but yeah, not, not my most favorite, my favorite it version, I guess, compared to the miniseries.
1: Yeah, that's not saying a whole <laughs> lot. I mean, like, yes, it's the best it iteration out there but what does that really mean when you really like get down to it
0: yeah not a lot
1: i'm i keep hope i feel like every like scary movie we've, re- we've reviewed for the show like i'm not even that picky honestly but i feel like everyone that we've reviewed we've been like really excited for and then we'll start
0: reviewing it and we're like i don't i didn't like it that much like i thought i was gonna love it and it was kind of like eh, it was okay Maybe we should just go in just expecting everything to be bad. I mean, horror movies are tough. I don't I don't know why, if it's because like they generally tend to stick to a certain formula, and so it's hard to do something new with that without it being bad. But then if you stick too closely to it, then it's too predictable, which I kind of thought when I first was seeing reviews for it, one of them said it was too predictable, and I was like, well, I mean... Is that because you already know what's gonna happen, or is that because a lot of, like, horror movie tropes come from it? Or, like, it just was kind of a weird criticism for me. There are so many criticisms for it, but that it's predictable was kind of...
1: A stupid one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess unless they were talking about some of the stuff that they added in that shouldn't have been there, that was predictable and trite and old.
1: I don't know I vote the next movie we review that isn't like new I think we should do like a movie that we both know or one of us at least knows is good Mm -hmm. so that way we at least have one of us that's like I enjoyed that that was really good instead of both of us being like eh or one of us being like "Mm," and the other being like I
0: hated it it would be nice to to go in and just be like this is what it's like when we like a movie this is this is what we have to say all right well i guess let's start off with the stuff that we did like i don't know if anything has changed since the last time we did that so the list of stuff that we did like was um actually on another piece of paper that i left somewhere else so i'm trying to go from memory i liked the visual of the floating kids i thought that was Mm -hmm. cool Kind of just going with the whole we float down here and it kind of made it unnerving and less just like it's monsters and he turns into other monsters that are kind of stereotypically scary and children are afraid of. But the whole kind of just floating kids bit, I thought, looked really neat, even if it was kind of a brief part of the movie. It was one of the few times where I was just like, oh, I like that.
1: Yeah, that was one of the one of the things that I thought was really, like, aesthetically interesting looking, and it had, um, I don't know, it just fit. Like, it felt like it could have been in the movie, or not in the movie, in the book, but
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. Um, I think we talked about, uh, we liked the acting, like, even though part of, I guess, what made it feel kind of like authentic kids to me was that sometimes when they would swear or make jokes... And, like, try to use cool cusses. Like, I would kind of get the Doug funnies. Like, the weird secondhand embarrassment where I'm like, oh, this kid is trying so hard to be, like, edgy and cool and make a I slept with your mom style joke. And I'm I'm just not not here for it. But that's the same feeling I get when I hear younger kids trying to do that stuff. So I was like, this is pretty spot on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. After dealing with kids in, a, in my job, like...
0: That's, that's what they do.
1: My other favorite thing that they do is when they'll like say a swear and then they kind of look around for everyone like, am I going to get in trouble? Are they going to think I'm cool? I'm not really sure. And it's, I
0: was like, yep. It's like when a baby falls down and then looks around to be like, should I cry? Am I injured? (laughs) What do I do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
1: I didn't get any Doug funnies, but I, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just because I'm used to dealing with kids and watching kids interact. But a lot of that felt very um, authentic and their acting was really good. That was one of the few things that I really enjoyed. And honestly, like, I'm glad that the kids are still going to have like a large part in the next movie because I don't know if I could sit through another IT movie without <laughs> them. Do you know what I mean? Because that was like the best part.
0: Yeah, I'm glad because one, I mean, I do want to see the kids again. And because there's so much stuff that got left out or was, it seemed different, but then they are kind of promising that they're going to take care of it in the second one. So I'm like, okay, so there's still a chance for them to fix some of the stuff that I was really unhappy with. And get to bring back the kids who, for the most part, I really liked. Like, anything in their, like, storylines that seemed kind of, like, weird or contrived, I was like, that's not their fault. They did the very best they could with the material that they're given. Yep. I don't know how much, you know, like, the director would take, you know, criticism from a child being like, I don't think a kid would say this. But maybe they do. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Who knows? I don't know how any of that works.
0: And the third thing I had, which is the end of my list, was the inclusion of the new kids on the block
1: gags that was very good those gags were excellent i appreciated them they were so good it was the only
0: part that really made the weird like kind of time switch worth it because i i don't like that they moved it to the 80s instead of the 50s but that part i just i don't know i thought it was really funny especially the part when they go to Ben's house, and Bev, like, closes the door and sees it. (laughs) The, like, new kids on the block poster on the back of the door, but then closes it again before the rest. I don't know. I thought their little relationship was really cute. It was. I liked it a lot. And that's pretty much the end of the stuff I like. Everything else is stuff that, I don't know if I would say I hated it, it was just stuff that I was kind of confused why they took some of it in the direction they did. Especially hearing about some of the stuff that they wanted to do, but then left out or changed. I'm like, why didn't you go with the first idea you had that was still good? <laughs> you know? What all did they change
1: or, like, go with or they were planning on doing and then changed?
0: Um, the main thing that I kind of liked, there was a part at the end that instead of doing the, the weird, I don't like it, like, all of them having sex with Bev and everything they were gonna have I guess them all kind of starting to like panic and be upset and she was just going to like take their like individual like faces in her hands and like reassure them and like tell them how important they were to her and all this other stuff which seemed like kind of got the feeling of what Stephen King I guess was trying to go for and just felt really weird I don't know the whole thing in the original book I I know he says he had his reasons for it and that it wasn't supposed to be sexual, but it made me very uncomfortable.
1: The thing is, like, I don't really want to read about child sex because I feel like there's people who get off on that. But, like, had it been, I guess, because, I mean, there are, like, 12-year-olds that have sex and 11-year-olds. like. Mm-hmm. But I feel like had it not been about, like, weird penetrative sex, you know what I mean? Like, cis female being penetrated sex like i would have been more willing to be like okay it's about like connections and things like that like had they all been having sex with each other but since it was just about penetrating bev it feels really
0: just icky, uh, icky. yeah so like you know well that and that like you know sex is supposed to be like this end all like okay now you're an adult and it's this big bonding moment because i mean it is like that for some people not for everyone yeah it just seemed kind of a weird way to go in the book i agree but in the I movie agree. if they had done something like that which they had talked about and instead i mean they didn't really have anything that resembled it, it was just beverly being you know in a little her comatose state from the deadlights and ben having to like kiss her to wake her up like Which was just, even though I really liked Ben and Bev's, like, relationship and I wanted them to be together already, it was so boring to me. And I was so mad that they did that to Bev and made her, like, lose her agency. Because he didn't kidnap her and take her down into the, into the sewers in the Mm -hmm. book. Like, it just, it took away a lot of, of kind of what they'd built her up to be in the book. I just didn't like it. I was like, out of everything, it should have been Stan. Like it should have been it could have been so many other people. Stan would have been best. Yep. Just cuz he was, you know, the skeptic and everything, but Bev just it didn't fit and I didn't I didn't like it. I really didn't like a lot of the handling of Bev. I really liked her as an actor. I yeah. I liked what she did with it, but I know that they all were supposed to kind of have crushes on her, like, at certain points and, and stuff like that. But the fact that, like, the thing with the the guy at the pharmacy to, like, you know, to distract them so they could, you know, get supplies or whatever when Ben got hurt, that she, like, had to seduce the guy. And, like, I was just like, no, like, no, this isn't how she should be. Like, you know, sex is being pushed on her and, and she's not that's not part of it like i don't know i just felt like even though she was brought into the group they kind of lost part of that whole like she really is a part of the group like even if she's the only girl in the losers club that's not the most important thing about her whereas this i feel like that was the constant beat being like look they're all swimming together and she's in her brawn panties and they're all looking at her and she's like You know, tipping her sunglasses down, being like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all looking at? And I was like, no, no, this isn't, get out of (laughs) here. Well,
1: anytime you're, like, watching a scene, I feel like they're constantly going, like, hey, remember? She's a girl. Do you guys remember that? She's a girl. Hey, guys, the reason she's different is because she's a girl. She's got boobies. Check it out. Yeah, it just... And it's like, okay, it's I mean, I get that they're supposed to have crushes on her, and again, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like there are certain things that I'm like, okay, I can deal with it, like I may not like it, but I could you know deal with it, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just so much. there was just so much of that. It was kind of unnecessary.
0: It was pushed on on the audience pretty hard, so and I mean, and when we saw it, I know there was people in the audience who kind of like laughed when they were like, haha, look, they're all looking at her." And I'm just like, ooh, I just don't, I don't like it. It's just not how, how I envisioned her.
1: Also reinforces the whole, like, boys will be boys. Boys are always, <laughs> they're always got a, a boner. All times, <laughs> all the time, forever. There's always a boner and a cis boy's pants. Ugh. It's like,
0: okay. So that was what I, I didn't really love about how they handled Bev. Um, Mike is a big... almost everything about it, I was just like, ugh, why? I mean, they opened up with him as, like, you know, the main thing. So I was like, okay, so they're establishing that he's an important character. And then even then, it's goofed up. Like, he's on, you know, the farm or whatever, but it's parents are already dead, which I don't know why they took his parents away, because his dad doesn't die till he's an adult in the book which it's not like staying close to the book is the end all be all for movies like this but some of the stuff they changed I just didn't get why they changed it cuz it didn't make it better for me
1: it didn't make it more cohesive either like I can understand if they were trying to like streamline things but they just made it stupid like it was just things that they didn't need to streamline or cut you know
0: Well, especially, and this was one part that I was kind of confused about what they're going to do in the next movie, because um, the whole thing with the the black spot, which was kind of like a jazz club that in the book that Mike's dad and a couple of the other um, black uh, people in the town kind of create but then eventually like they do let other races in and it's kind of a place for people to to mingle and and have fun and of course you know the clan equivalent in the book it's it's not called the ku klux klan i can't remember what it's called but it's their version in the story basically comes in and burns it down and i think that's kind of what they were trying to substitute into The thing when they talk about in the movie version, Mike's parents died in like a house fire that he survived. And so the thing that he sees and is scared of is this, you know, the fire and like the hands burning and stuff like that. But then they said that they're going to possibly open the next movie with a scene from the black spot. So I'm kind of like if they were trying to combine them or something, what are they? Are they just going to have two like motifs of the burning where it's the black spot and then his parents died in a similar way I don't know so I didn't understand that I I hated how they like gutted his his main purpose and gave it to Ben because I really like Ben but there was no reason for them to to take his kind of job as like the town historian and and the one who really kind of starts to figure out what's going on and they just give it to Ben Ben's already lovable. Like, we don't need anything. He doesn't need anything extra. Like,
1: we already, you know, empathize with him and like him. He doesn't have to be the historian. Like, don't take away Mike's entire, like, (sighs) character in the book. It's just very frustrating.
0: Yeah, it was... I didn't understand that whole... Like, I understand it, I guess, but I thought they were going to be more sensitive to it. Like... I wasn't surprised that they took the main Black character and stripped him of his main important job and, like, big characteristics. Because it seemed like they were just scared to to really make race an issue. Like, even when, you know, Mike is being bullied by Bowers and his friends, I mean, they don't really talk that much about the fact that it's based on the fact that they're the only Black family in Derry. And I think that the time change made a big difference. Like, obviously, there's still tons of racism in the 80s, especially in a town where there's one black family. It had to have been pretty palpable. But in the 50s, I mean, it just, in the book, it was such a bigger part of, like, his development and his story. And I, I just didn't really get why they shied away from it as much as they did.
1: I don't know it's it's frustrating like I I don't know because I mean a lot of the the other stuff is that I don't know maybe because I know wasn't a lot of the like a lot of what was going on in the town like violence and hatred and stuff was also sort of like supposed to be um caused by it as well so I don't Mm -hmm. know if maybe they were trying to say like you know racism isn't caused by some you know demon from an, another dimension it's caused by you know ignorant people but the thing is they stripped away any sort of racism i don't know it's i'm trying to like figure out how they are trying to why because well, the thing that. is it's still know.
0: based on like your your fears like it goes in and kind of grabs like what makes you you and you know uses what scares you but also, like, using you as a tool and making you turn against other people and act in a violent way based on, like, your own prejudices and hatred. Okay, and stuff so like that.
1: these racist people were already racist and it just <laughs> intensifies it to well, a yeah, point that's well, hor- more horrible than...
0: Yeah, well, because, I mean, can you imagine in a town like that probably, you know, these people meeting at, you know, a like a jazz club... And trying to have a good time, but constantly being kind of worried in in the back of their brain, like, you know, something could happen, like I know that people don't like that we're doing this, and then having them burn the place down. Can you imagine as all those people are dying, the kind of like fear that's coming off of that?
1: Oh yeah, so,
0: definitely. I just it
1: I was just trying to come up with like a reason why they would have stripped away some of the like really important thematic elements of the book
0: yeah I, I don't know it was such a big part of it and it just to me seemed like they didn't want to touch on it maybe because it was a, a little bit more complex part of it and they were like we've only got so much time and i was like well if you're gonna cut something don't cut that like that's too important pick something else so i had a lot of issues with mike and i'm not really excited for the direction they're they're taking him because apparently, in the next movie, something that they they kind of skipped in this one is to try and figure out how to destroy it. The kids try to well, like they make like a like a smokehouse, like a Native American kind of makeshift smokehouse down in the the is it the Barrows or the Barons? I think it's the Barons. But and they that's how um, they originally come to realize where what's it called, where it comes from. It's Richie and Mike, I guess, are the ones who, like, have the vision, and they realize that it is, like, some being from another macroverse that, like, crashed onto Earth billions of years ago or whatever, and and just all this stuff. And, and later on, Bill learns about the rite of Chud, or the ritual of chewed. and that's a Basically, it's like a battle of the wills, kind of a battle of the mind sort of thing, like how to defeat it. And they just completely skipped over that, but they're going to, I guess, remedy it by having Mike be like a drug addict in the second movie. Like maybe he's going to be a functioning drug addict because they're, I think, going to finally let him be kind of like the librarian slash historian since he's the only one who stays in Derry after the childhood part. But... I don't like that they were like, well, we're not going to do the smokehouse, we're just going to make him, you know, addicted to mind-altering drugs. Because I'm like, really, you you kind of step away from all this racism stuff because you don't want to tackle it, and then in the next movie you make your sole black character a drug addict. Just seems kind of, n- like, just not the best, <laughs> not the best way to handle it. I just, maybe they'll do it in a different way that doesn't sound as insensitive as it Sounded just on its in that interview.
1: Did you read the article interview? That was what I read, and I remember seeing the word "addict," like drug addict. Well, they called him a junkie. Y'all, yes, they called him a junkie, and I was like, y'all, could you be any more like? Read the room. Unaware, (laughs) like read the room, please. Like, do you not see how this like feeds into racial stereotypes that? I just it pissed me off. I was just like, y'all are so dumb. You're so fucking dumb.
0: But it was I just Mike and Bev were were my biggest things. Everyone else, I felt like they didn't really touch on enough to to really mess them up that badly. You know, they seemed kind of rushed. Like they they didn't really touch on um, a whole lot with uh oh lord I just forgot. It's not Stan. Uh Richie. Bill. No, they they did a pretty pretty okay job with Bill, but. Like, with Richie, I felt like it was all very rushed, the stuff with, like, him and his mom, and and the whole bit where he finds out that, you know, all of his stuff is placebos, or gazebos, or whatever he says. I just... (laughs)
1: That was really cute. I don't know. He was one of my favorite characters. I just, I loved the kids so much. Like, the whole time I was just like, can we just have this cast, like, again, doing something else? Something like Stranger Things, but not. And I was just like, please, just, I don't know. I loved them all. I They're precious babies. You know what I do hate about this movie? What? Do you want to know? Do
0: you yeah. want to know what I hate? Tell
1: me. I hate all of the weird people who want to fuck Pennywise because they think Bill Scarzard is hot. Okay, so you not not in the actual movie- so Pe- people no. outside them no i hate the movie <laughs> for causing this if i have to read it with my own two goddamn eyes one more time i'm gonna lose my shit What's like i'm already
0: losing it his appeal? But it's gonna be so much worse is it the danger i don't
1: know someone said they want his balloon dick in them so all i can Ew. say is i'm just i'm done i'm done i can't please that and i also want to be like have y'all read the book because i feel like one if you read the book, you'd not want to have sex with it. And two, you would know, doesn't it have a, a vagina? I can't remember. Isn't that how they find out? I mean,
0: I guess it, it, could, mani- it could manifest into... Man- I mean, I'm
1: sure it could make whatever it wanted, so... <laughs> I, whatever. That, and I mean, I'm not saying that a woman can't have a dick. They can Um, But <clears throat> I just... I was a little confused by, like...
0: Why can't they just be attracted to the actor and not to actual Pennywise? I mean, the drool... I know everyone I, I wants to get, know. like, that, you know, that glistening lip look, you know, but that's a bit much.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't understand. There's such a thing as too much gloss. There's such a thing as just people that need to be sent to the moon. You guys go live there, because <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Like... Becca. mm No, Becca? I'm kink-shaming them. I'm kink-shaming Becca? them. Stop it. No. Don't. Le- don't. Let me king yuck shame them. Anyone's yums. Don't you say it. Don't.
0: No. I already said it. You missed it. Good. I was talking over it. Don't yuck anyone's yums. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not about it, but that is very weird. I'm glad I didn't have to read too much about it.
1: If any of you want to fuck Pennywise, do not, do not, do not talk to me.
0: Unsubscribe.
1: Ugh.
0: There was one thing about Pennywise, like just the way that they did him. I really liked his new like outfit and his design, but I could not tell. There were some parts where like there was a lot of CG kind of maybe bordering on being a little bit too much, but there were parts of it when he was just, he was doing movements that didn't seem like they needed CG, like just like peeking out from behind a wall or something and it still looked CG to me. And I'm like, were they doing that to make it kind of uncanny? Or was it just bad CG? I don't know. Because there were times where I'm like, he's literally just standing there and like talking. And it's still, I'm just like, is he kind of like jittering a bit? I just don't understand. And they should have given him more chances like to do his weird kind of like sing-songy talking, goofing off thing. Because that was the part that was the most unnerving to me. The part where he's talking to Georgie. I thought that part was just very good. And then... Even though it wasn't in the book, and I kind of thought the whole weird, like, part where they go into the house and what's-his-face gets his arm broken. Because originally he just gets it broken by the Bowers gang. That whole house scene was made up. But the part where he's, like, taunting Richie and, like, pretending like he's gonna, like, eat his arm. And do the kind of, like, I'm gonna get it. I got your arm. I was like, because he's, I don't know, just, like, the quality of him being kind of sing-songy and clownish but also still terrifying like he's he's eaten an arm before he'll eat an arm again
1: yeah the most effective (laughs) scenes i thought were when he was talking to richie in the drain that one was really that was really scary like i remember we saw that before the movie at some other movie and
0: oh talking to georgie
1: yeah when he was talking to georgie who did i say mike richie i said richie god okay (laughs) when he was talking there's so many male characters (laughs) i can't keep them all straight i'm so sorry okay (laughs) anyways but he's talking to Georgie and he's in the drain. That was one of the most Wait, no, scenes. I messed
0: it up because that was Eddie was the one who broke his arm and he was pretending to eat Eddie's arm. Yeah. Richie Eddie. Okay. is the other little boy. That's confusing because in the book there actually is two Eddies. Oh
1: god. That's <laughs> but confusing.
0: One of them gets killed, so there's dead Eddie and not dead Eddie.
1: Mm, that's lovely. But mm-hmm. um I agree. The I thought he was scariest when he was sort of feeding into the whole like clown bit. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's the whole, just, it was just more insidious, I guess. hmm
0: I wish there had just been more of that, because the other stuff was scary, I guess, but that was the part that was more unnerving to me, where he's just like, I'm completely aware of, like, how much dominance I have over y'all, and how y'all have no idea, like, y'all think I'm just some scary clown? I'm like a Cthulhu, you know, like, Dietrich god sort of thing, like, They have no idea how powerful it really is. Yeah. (laughs) They're just like, oh, it's a scary werewolf or it's a scary whatever, which I also was kind of, I thought was kind of dumb. I didn't know why they did it, but Richie in the book is scared of werewolves, but in the movie, they made him scared of clowns. I feel like they shouldn't have done clowns. Yeah. Um, but I don't... It was, like, anything but clowns. Yeah,
1: I, it's, like, I get them cutting the werewolves thing, because werewolves really aren't, like, a scary thing anymore. Like, there's... Yeah,
0: but for kids, I mean... Mm-hmm.
1: I think he's too old for that, honestly. Like, if he were a little kid, I could see him still being scared of werewolves. But, like, once you reach a certain... Kids, kids are less afraid of um, stuff like that at that age. Unless it's, mm-hmm. like, a... It's not something... I, I don't know how to do, like there's been too many movies about like <clears throat> teen wolves and and stuff like that too really yeah,
0: I guess, but I kind of that was the part that even though it seemed kind of cheesy, like they cut it but or not cut it, but they they didn't do it in the in the book when Henry Bowers goes down to the sewers to try and find them and like fight them, uh two of his little crony guys follow him and both of them are killed by a Frankenstein monster, which, you know, again, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Frankenstein is not something I'm particularly scared of, but I guess when you're like, you know, 13 years old.
1: Well, I mean, also taking into consideration that in the 50s, those were the like, those were the monsters that they had were Frankenstein, werewolves, mm-hmm. like mummies, things like that. Whereas nowadays we have horror movies that are more about like... I don't know, things that aren't quite as, like, I don't know how to describe it. They aren't, like, one entity, necessarily, all the time. There's more variation. It's not, like, just a monster. A lot of the time, it's something...
0: Existential dread.
1: Yeah, existential dread. <laughs> um, You know, like, had it, had it been a fear of, like, haunted dolls or dolls or something, I'd have been like, yeah, kids are scared of that. I would have gotten that, but... I think Frankenstein and Werewolf and Mummy are very tied to the 50s, and since they moved it to the 80s, I feel like they could have done Stranger Danger or, like, I don't know, things that were freaky, that like cultists, like someone who wanted to
0: sacrifice them. That would have been very yeah. 80s. Satanic Panic would have been a good one. Hell yeah. I guess that, that does make sense. I just, the clown just seemed too on the nose. I agree. I agree too with that. Too on the clown nose. Um, let's see, um, Henry Bowers, I thought, like, obviously they made him unlikable and kind of evil, um, and one of the interviews I saw, apparently they had more scenes to kind of try and build him up as, like, a relatable character, and that got cut, because people just didn't care about it, I guess they showed it to, like, focus groups or something, and they were like, nah, I I still don't care about him, I just want him to die. I didn't even understand why they tried to do that, because, like, him and his dad both really suck and are racist and terrible but in the movie they just you know they show a little bit but I mean in the book he he kills Mike's dog you know he breaks Eddie's arm um he just does a lot of really shitty stuff he's way me way meaner to Beverly like just you know constantly you know besides killing his dog I mean being way more openly racist to mike and his family and stuff and just i was like why would in the movie why would they try to build him up to be like a more um sympathetic character especially since one they had him go down into the sewer or whatever like the whole thing with him killing his dad was pretty spot on and i thought they did pretty well with the scary tv Mm -hmm. being like kill them all (laughs) Yeah, that was
1: in the background uh, when Bev came in the house, too, into her Mm -hmm. house. And that was creepy. I was like, oh, man, they did it again, which I really (laughs) liked.
0: Um, But they had him go down alone. I don't know. The whole thing with, like, his gang was weird. Because in the movie, or in the book, he had the two guys that went down with him. um, And in the book, he is actually, like, he survives it. And he kind of, like, washes out of one of the drains or whatever. And they... um, From, like, what he's seen, like, his friends getting killed and and all the stuff that, that happened, he basically kind of loses his mind. And they blame all the murders on him and kind of, like, the whole thing, you know, kind of just fades away. But in the movie, one, they don't have the two guys go with them, which, I mean, they were barely in the movie at all. It's supposed to be Victor and Belch, who I guess were the two guys that were with him in that scene where he almost shot a cat and I was going to die if he did, but he didn't, thank God. But, um, but they don't go down. And so he's not like tormented by that. And he just kind of falls down the well, but they don't show anything happening after. And I was like, that would have been like, they didn't even have to show anything in like the final scene. They could have just had the kids being like, they're blaming everything on, on, you know, Henry, but we know that's not true or something like just to set it up because then he's a he's kind of a big part in the adult section. So I didn't get why they didn't put some closure on that. They just dumped him down the well or showed him falling and then that was it.
1: I don't know. The thing is, like with Stephen King's books, like we weren't at the point like now I think someone could make a show or a mini series of one of his books and it would be really good. But I feel like there's just too much in his books to make them into a single movie or even two movies like there's just there's a lot going on in his books all the time and like i don't know i just i feel like a movie was a poor choice and honestly like with movies i feel like people are still trying to hold on so hard to like the idea of telling a big story in a movie and i feel like it needs to be more like small sort of telling a story on a smaller scale because it's just you end up losing so much like thematically and
0: yeah but then you'd have to like you'd have to just completely skip over something like this because i don't think you can reduce it
1: no 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 what i mean is like they probably should have just done like a show they shouldn't they shouldn't have done a movie for this like it's too big
0: no that would make way more sense (laughs) yeah
1: What I'm saying is, like, I don't know why the movie industry keeps trying to do, like, big, huge, sweeping stories, because half the time you lose a lot of the, like, important themes that were either in the book or in the original material or, you know, even in the original scripts sometimes. Like, they end up cutting Mm -hmm. things, and you're like, that would have made it, like, better, and you cut it because you didn't have the time. And it's like, just (laughs) stop making movies about huge sweeping stories like if you want to deal with any sort of interpersonal relationships or like long periods of time or anything like that like try and do a mini series or like a show or something because i it, it's got to be like less similar
0: expense i don't know <laughs> i guess i don't understand movie cost and all that stuff but yeah I, I would agree that if it could have been done on like a like a little you know Maybe 10 episodes too long, but just something because it is something that I think would be, you know, it's interesting to see it done out, but I'm, I'm a blowhard and I just kind of want them to take everything more literal instead of doing like inspired by. Yeah. Is there anything that you're hoping will be in the next movie or you think that they kind of planted and they're going to come back to that we don't know about already in the articles or interviews or anything?
1: I, uh, I don't know. I was so excited for this movie, and I'm feeling so, like, meh.
0: (laughs) I know. I don't know what they would do with it, but there was one part where they put a lot of focus on that lumberjack when they're hanging out at, like, the fair thing. And in the adult part, the lumberjack is, like, what Richie's kind of scared of because it just, like, unnerves him. And it's, like, this giant lumberjack statue. So I'm wondering if they're going to come back to that or if showing it was, like, the only thing they're going to do is kind of, like, a nod to it.
1: I don't know. That's a good question.
0: And then I'm wondering if they are going to touch more on the whole, like, it and the macroverse and, like, the other stuff in it. Because they show What's-His-Face Bill with the the turtle, like, Lego thing. Which I was thought they were maybe trying to tie into the whole, like... Because the one who originally tells Bill about the ritual of chewed and, like, how to defeat it which they don't do in the movie at all. They basically just beat it up and are like, we're not scared anymore, which I guess is their simplified version. Um, But he's told by this giant, like, turtle being that's kind of... Basically, it's based on a lot of, like, origin stories that a lot of cultures have about, like, the world being on the back of a turtle Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like, and his name is Maturin. But all the other stuff they kind of cut out, like... In the beginning, when he's making the boat with uh, Georgie, the wax that they use is turtle wax, and he kind of just keeps getting tied into all this stuff, and he's supposed to be kind of like the nemesis of it, like he's good and it is bad, and like the turtle basically like dies because he like vomited out our universe or something, because he like ate some bad seafood or something I don't I can't even remember so I get that that's kind of (laughs) it
1: was something like that he was like I got sick and I vomited out your universe and now it exists because of that
0: but I I know that's kind of a lot and even when I was reading the book I was like this is oh this is kind of weird like I know Stephen King was doing a pile of drugs when he was writing this book but that I was just I remember reading it and being like, What? I thought this was just a scary, you know, ghost shape shifting monster, and now you're telling me he's this come come kind of like Dietrich God who's fighting with a giant universal turtle.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Just
0: it's it's something. But I, I hope that I kind of hope they find some way to tie that in without it being cheesy. But maybe it's too much. I don't know. I'm still going to see it whenever the heck it comes out. But I'm right there with you. I, I had a lot of expectations. It seemed like it was going to be really good. And it seemed like overall the reviews for it like as a movie were not bad. Like People were scared by it. They seemed to kind of like it. But I, I think as someone who was a pretty big fan of the book that it just felt kind of short and left me left me wanting for a lot of stuff and and wondering if they're going to be able to pick it back up or if it's just going to be another two hours of disappointment
1: yeah oh you know what the best part of the whole movie was what the delicious cotton candy milkshake i had
0: oh i didn't i had a an alcoholic beverage and uh some kind of sandwich with hummus and stuff on it should have gotten the cotton candy
1: That was real good my chicken sandwich was horrible it was like the spiciest thing i've ever eaten in my whole life
0: i don't think that it was the right thing because you got it was supposed to be what like a mushroom chicken bur like it was mushroom- like a mushroom
1: swiss ch- chicken like burger grilled chicken That's,
0: burger i feel like mushroom and swiss is one of those combinations like it's not bland and that it doesn't taste good it's just there shouldn't be anything spicy in there
1: Yeah, I agree. That's why when I took a bite, I was like, what the fuck? I swear to God, they were just like, we don't have any mushrooms. Let's just put jalapenos and we don't have any onions. So let's put more jalapenos. Mm. You
0: know what's really scary? What? Spicy food.
1: Yeah, because it causes (laughs) spicy diarrhea. That's why it's scary. Is there a bathroom near you? Is it full of people? Are you going to fart while you're pooping? Possibly.
0: Are you in a long movie? Are you in the very middle part of the aisle? Can you get out?
1: That's honestly, if it wanted to come after me, that's my like greatest fear is like (laughs) shitting myself in the middle of a theater. Spicy shit. We've learned a lot about me this episode. I'm
0: sorry. That's okay. You don't like balloon dick and you are scared of spicy diarrhea. That's me in a nutshell. Uh, Is there anything real life scary going on in your life right now? I thought this would be a fun segment of real life scary things.
1: Uh, real life scary things. I'm looking for a new job, so that's real life scary. That's existential dread
0: right Mm -hmm. there. With a capital E and a D. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What about you? Um, well, our dryer sparked the other day Mm. in the middle of a drying cycle, and we had an electrician come out, and he said everything looked fine. It was probably just a one-time thing. I have done no laundry since then, because, um... As much as I don't want to buy a new dryer, I don't want to die.
1: Or burn the house down?
0: Yeah. I mean, if I have to pick one or the other, I'll burn the house down before I die, but... Yeah. I Maybe in the wake of that, I would be like, I wish I had just, just kicked it. I don't want to deal with this. So, I have a really big pile of laundry, and um, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do about that. Do I want to live on the edge, or do I want to have clean sheets...
1: What part sparked? Like the back plug, or um, like inside I don't really of it?
0: No, I was watching. I was watching Netflix, and the washer or the dryer was running. The laundry door was open, and I just heard a pop. And like out of the corner of my eye, I saw like a little flash of light. And so I went in there. There was no burning smell, but I I like opened the the thing. The handle's made of plastic, so I grabbed the plastic part and I pulled it open so that it would stop running and then we turned off the breaker and me and Mark like unplugged it and kind of pulled it away and sort of like looked at it but I don't know the electrician guy came out and said everything's wired correctly he said the like he couldn't see any scorch marks or anything he's like sometimes it just gets too hot and it might put off a little whatever he's like maybe just watch it the first couple times you run it don't turn it on and go to bed and I'm just like this is not how I want to live my life that's not (laughs) comforting sir so so that's my real life uh, scary time. Yours
1: has more threat of death. Mine's more, will I die in 10 years on the streets alone?
0: I don't know. What if you get a new boss and they seem great, but then they're actually a murderer and your new job is being a murder victim?
1: Uh, I mean, I guess it could be like in My Favorite Murder where uh, that there was one where um, I feel like she... Got pregnant by her boss, and he murdered her and put her in a barrel and put it underneath his, uh, underneath his house, and then later some guy moved into the house and found this big barrel and was, like, gonna put it out on the side of the street, and nobody would take it away, and so then they opened it, and they found this lady inside who was pregnant.
0: Ugh.
1: Like, you know, 30 or 40 years later. Ugh. That's gonna be me. Oh, okay. I'm so excited about looking for a new job. <laughs> You'll
0: do great. I believe in you. <laughs> I'm so free. Uh, um, let's see. Who's going to get this week's shout out? I don't know. Let's see. Who did we do last week? Shuri and Erica. I'm going to give a shout out to Andy because she was the one who suggested the name for our podcast. <laughs> That's a good one. Good job, Andy. Yeah. Good job. Oh, this weekend when me and Mark were on our little anniversary trip, when we were walking in a grocery store, and I actually completely missed the the balloon, but we were walking by the flower part, and Mark was like, "Isn't Ghost Emoji the name of your podcast?" He's he pays a lot of attention, and I love him. And there was a big Ghost Emoji balloon, and I wanted it so bad, but you couldn't buy them individually, and there was only like one on display. But I really it. wanted it. It yeah. was just it would have been my buddy. I would have taken pictures with it. I might have posted my face on our Twitter. I don't know. I just was really excited. Man, you would have been living
1: living that wild life. <laughs>
0: the, the wild ghost emoji life. Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. You were posting my face a picture on, on Twitter. <laughs> <sighs> no one knows what I look like. All I have, I had that that one time where I posted an old uh, drawing I did of my own weird face. And then the rest of the time, I think it's been uh, a salamander. And right now it's a picture of a teddy burger. A teddy, teddy burger. It's a mystery. What do we look like? No one knows. I'm a tentacle monster.
1: I was actually going to say that you stole that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know both how. tentacle monsters. That's the surprise.
1: Surprise. I was like waiting. I was like, once she's done, I'm going to say I'm a tentacle monster. And then
0: you said it and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, your brain. We're connected at the brain. Apparently. We're well, one we are tentacle, tentacle monsters. monsters. Our tentacles are touching. So I'm a spider-esque uh, tentacle monster. I have eight tentacles. Becca's only got six. She's... How dare
1: you call me what? out like that on how <laughs> few tentacles I have. You know, I lost them in the Great Tentacle War of 57.
0: I'm sorry. God. I you were still sore about it.
1: I am. I still sometimes feel them and you talking about it doesn't help.
0: I'm sorry. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Please don't ever talk about her tentacles. She's already so volatile. Balloon dicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I think that's pretty much all we've got for this week. Um, we're gonna try and be better about being on schedule. Uh, if we're not too damn bad, we're trying. We're trying our best. Um, if you've got any suggestions or you want to say hello, we're on Twitter over at Ghost Emoji Show. Um, you could leave us a review. We're on iTunes, Podbean. I was thinking about this. What if you have an Android? Is it iTunes or is it like Google Play or something like that? Are we on there? Someone out there. Are we on on the Android phones? What do we show up as? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me. I'm waiting. <laughs> uh, I'll be waiting on Twitter for you guys to
1: get back to me. <laughs>
0: I'm dying. Mm. No, don't die. Um, let's see. Yeah, every now and then we, we put one on, on YTube. If you want to go on the YTube, we're also ghost emoji. And I think that's pretty much all mm-hmm. I got. I'm excited fall is uh it's supposed to be here it's a lie it's not cold or anything but pretty soon i'll be watching over the garden wall and hocus pocus and other scary movies Uh and well i don't know
1: i'm living for december 8th that is what i am living for what's december 8th nothing else that's when the shape of water comes out oh lord
0: oh there's gonna be there's gonna be sex in that i know there's gonna... This is everything Mass Effect has prepared me for. There's gonna be alien nobody in there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: nobody. Yep. Yep. There's gonna be... There's gonna be fish man sex. Which oh, I'm... I'm okay with. You know what I'm not okay with is Pennywise... People wanting to fuck Pennywise because Pennywise kills children. He kills and eats children. He's like a child molester. Like, that's just not, that's gross. Please, stop. Like, if you want to have sex with Bill Scarsdard, that's fine. I get it. That's, he's cute. I get it. But please, just Fish not Fish sex is okay? Fish sex, he's nice. He's nice to her.
0: He doesn't he does, kill children. I'm seems fine with good. it.
1: I mean, I don't, you know.
0: Okay, so that's what Becca's looking for. That's it. <laughs> That'll be good. I'm also excited for that. Um, you got anything else? Otherwise, um, uh, we're leaving. I don't have anything else to say. Were you trying to leave me on, on the hook like I did last time?
1: No. I've already been enough of a brat this episode. I was trying to reel it in a little because I feel like people are just going to be like, why do you even talk to her? She's so
0: unlikable. I don't know why I'm so grumpy. I can't tell you. I wish we had kept up more of the fish things because I said- are you gonna leave me on the hook and then you were like i was gonna reel it in i'm sorry i couldn't meet your expectations taylor fish sex well uh until next week guys and gals and ghouls and other stay spooky bye